the Sacred City Life podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. And this podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the normal, everyday rhythms of life. And we want to help you um, look at our culture and understand our culture from a biblical perspective. We want to help you understand Scripture. And we want to help you navigate the changing cultural tides that we're kind of riding right now, uh, especially when it comes to answering questions that your children are becoming home, coming home asking. And one of them that I've been getting asked a lot and parents have been talking to me about a lot is, is it okay for a Christian to smoke weed? Um, that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. <clears throat> now, um, parents are being pressured all the time to allow their kid to smoke weed. They say things, our kids, you know, listen to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan talks about how good weed is for him and all this kind of stuff. There's lots of adults out there that are smoking weed. It's becoming legal in a lot of states. For a long time, the, the answer was, uh, I'm not really going to think about it, but no, because it's illegal. Well, in the Quad Cities, you can go over to East Moline and you can buy weed legally now. Um, in Iowa, you can't. So we used to just say, hey, it's illegal. No, it's wrong. It's a sin. Um, that doesn't suffice anymore. So we've had to do some thinking about this topic. Um, I have quite a bit of personal experience being in relationship with people who have smoked a lot of weed. And 99% of that has been negative experience. I've been told over and over and over that weed is not addictive, and yet I've seen people become addicts over and over and over um, of weed and then other drugs after weed. Mm. Um, I've seen kids lose all ambition. All they want to do is sit around and smoke weed. Um, I've seen... Ruin relate. I've seen it ruin relationships. I've seen a lot. So I, overall, overall, I don't have a positive view of weed. Um, I've seen it destroy families, hmm. and so these people that that really love it and they sing its praises, I have a hard time um, believing them or or understanding, you know, how, how they how they uh, how they think it's good. But cultural wide. It is gaining acceptance, and the argument is, hey, Dad, you have a bourbon at night. Why can't I smoke weed, right? Why can't I smoke weed? What's the difference? There's no difference. And then they come out and say, alcohol is so much worse for you on your body, blah, 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 and they go, and they go down. Um, they make arguments such as these. <coughs> and um, I'm not going to make any of those arguments. I don't really care honestly, if alcohol is worse for me than weed. Um, the reason I drink alcohol is because Jesus did. The reason I drink alcohol is because in Scripture, it says that we can drink strong drink and we can drink wine and there's biblical reasons to drink. Jesus made water into wine, really great wine, to celebrate. The Bible says that wine was given to gladden the heart of man. We have a... Um, sacramental use of wine. We use wine in the Lord's Supper. Uh, Paul uh, tells, I can't remember if it was Timothy, or Paul writes in the New Testament, he says, uh, you're sick all the time, 
use a little wine for your stomach. Wine has medicinal uses. Alcohol has medicinal uses. Uh, basically, most of, our, most of our medicine for like the common cold is whiskey mixed with sugar or honey and a little bit of flavoring. That's what it used to be. During Prohibition, it was hilarious. During Prohibition, the only way you could keep your bourbon distillery open was if you made medicine. So all they did was take their whiskey, take off the label, and put a medicine label on it, and they still sold the same thing. They just said, mix it with a little honey because that's what cough syrup is, basically. Okay? So is... And they also say, hey, there's no difference between weed or, or weed and tobacco. Uh, we're sitting here smoking cigars right now. To, they say tobacco is worse for you uh, than weed. Well, maybe. That's all I can say, maybe. Um, one, a cigar, you don't inhale a cigar, and you smoke cigars rarely. Um, but here's the difference with weed. And this is where we have to go. We have to go to the Bible, okay? And the Apostle Paul, in Galatians 5, he says this. He says, But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, okay? The works of the flesh. Sexual morality impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery. Now, I'm going to pause right there. The ESV translates this sorcery, but the Greek word is pharmakia. Hmm. Pharmakia. It's where we get our word pharmaceuticals from. It it says sorcery, but what they mean by sorcery is the use of drugs, potions, spells. Like, that's what it was. It was, you know, like, the, think about, think about the, the Native Americans, right? The Native Americans smoking whatever that stuff is, what, peyote or something like that, smoking that, to, to elicit illusions or visions or dreams. It was a psychedelic drug. It did something to your brain. And that's where we get the word sorcery from because they literally would make uh, potions. They would literally smoke drugs. They would literally do these things in order to elicit a response in the brain. And Paul says that's a sin. That's the sin of sorcery. That's the sin of using drugs that mess with your brain, okay? Now, here's what's... what. Paul also says in other places that Christians have to always remain sober-minded. Many different places. It says you must be sober-minded. You must be sober-minded. Sober-minded, of course, means we don't get drunk. And that's the big difference between weed and uh, alcohol. You can have one beer and be totally fine, totally sober. You can have some guys, they can have two, three beers and be sober, maybe get a little bit of, you know, a feel-good, right? That's why when it says wine was given by God to gladden the heart of man, that means he's got a little bit of a buzz. He's not drunk, but he's, he's feeling good. It's a social lubricant, right? Weed is not that way. Weed immediately gets you high. 
Now, and especially the, the stuff that they're fine that, that you're that they're producing nowadays, um, you're going to these uh, weed dispensaries, and the, the, a lot of the stuff is so potent, it's so packed with THC that it gets you lit right away, and the and and that is a violation of two things: one, you're no longer sober-minded, and two, I mean, you're practicing sorcery. That's that's basically what it is. It's it's pharmakia, right? You're using drugs that, that literally is going to change, that literally changes your brain. It literally gets you high. And so the negative responses are that you lose impairment for making decisions. You lose ambition a lot of time. You, you lose drive. It becomes addictive. You're addicted to the feeling. Um, it becomes a crutch. So sometimes anxiety and depression, um, we have those feelings and those, uh, um, those conditions in our life. And sometimes those things are meant to drive us to achieve or drive us to work out or drive us to find some proactive, helpful, positive way of dealing with that. And so I know I have a friend that deals a lot with depression and anxiety and has to work out every single day. And if they work out every single day, that's one of the way. They wear themselves out. Mm. That's one of the ways they manage their depression and their anxiety. Well, weed does kind of the exact opposite. You know, people try to manage their anxiety and depression with weed and it makes them more lazy. And guess what? When you're more lazy and you don't accomplish anything and you're you're not getting out there and, and uh, making something for yourself, you're going to feel worse about yourself. You're going to, you get the munchies, you eat, you get fat. You're going to feel worse about yourself, right? And so... Um, those are some some differences that I hear, hear right off that. What do you, I, I'm talking all the time, so you guys, what do, what are your thoughts? Hmm. Yeah, I think, and and maybe there's some sort of um, exception. I don't know of someone who can smoke pot without getting high. I mean, I don't know if it's the same as the tolerance that you build up to alcohol. Um, but yeah, immediately I would think like. No, you smoke pot, you get high. That's not being sober. It seems pretty cut and dry, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so are there any exceptions? Yeah, I think there are. Um, just like there are exceptions when we use other pharmaceutical drugs. Because you can, and this isn't just, we're, not, we, we, we're saying weed, but we're also talking about other drugs, uppers, downers, pills, things that kids take right now to change their brain and to get them high. Right, whatever they, that could be cough syrup, slamming cough syrup. That could be whatever. It's a sin against our body and against the Lord because we're not being sober-minded, and we literally have a word for that in the New Testament: pharmakia, uh, labeled. You know, we've translated it, sorcery. So when when is it appropriate? Um, I would say. So there's all kind of ways to. So we talked about smoking smoking weed, but there's all kind of ways to ingest weed now, right? From gummies, um, there's CBD. CBD. Now I don't think any of this relates to CBD. I think CBD. There's no THC in CBD, and so or very little amounts, and so it doesn't get you high. It just gives you uh, some of the benefits, like helps you sleep, can calm you down, whatever. And so um, CBD, I think. From, from everything I know, totally, totally cool use. Now, there are some, like, 
gummies and such that you that have uh, THC in them that I think would would get you high during the day, but some people use them as uh, sleep agents. You know, help them help them go to sleep. It's uh, more natural. Um, if you're taking something like that to go to sleep, I see that's no different than a sleeping pill, right? That's, I don't think it's any different than a sleeping pill. But if you are, if you're doing that in the middle of the day, right? And you're doing that to, to get, I mean, you're taking it to get the effect, right? That's why you, why else would you smoke weed? Why else would you smoke weed? Well, it calms me down. That's the effect. That's the effect. It's dumbing you down. It's dumbing your mind down. It's dulling your senses, right? Yeah. Um, so, and then it's taking you away from maybe even more appropriate ways of working on your soul, working out your depression, working out your anxiety, um, working out your fear, working out your insecurities. <clears throat> it's actually preventing you from from working on those things in a positive God honoring honoring way. Would you think that that would be the, I mean, apart from not being sober, that would be the primary sin or thing wrong with it is that you're looking somewhere else to satisfy or you're, you're casting your anxiety somewhere else. Yes. And, and you would, and somebody would say, well, that's what you do with alcohol too. You have a stressful day. You want to have a, you're right, but I don't get drunk. Mm. You can't smoke weed without getting high. Unless you're smoking, you know, I don't, I don't know. Snoop Dogg, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, now, yeah. but why? Because he smoked yeah. it so much. Yeah. Right. Because he's addicted to it. Well, there's another word that we're not, we're not to be addicted to anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, theoretically down the road, but the first time a person smokes weed, what happens, Bryson? What happens? You uh, become a, a bum. <laughs> I'm asking you because you've told me you smoke weed, right? Or yeah, not yeah. now, but you've smoked right. weed before. No, yeah, you're just like, I'm already kind of naturally chill anyway, so me being more chill is like the most unproductive person in the world. Yeah. So for me, it was loss of ambition, and uh, you sit there and wig out. Yeah. And like I said, I've never smoked it because I value being productive. I value intensity. I value getting after it and I don't want to I've never really smoked either I maybe puffed on one cigarette because I value my lungs and I don't want to breathe anything into my lungs that's going to inhibit my Mm. ability to work out and do things but I know there's fighters and there's all kind of people that 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 smoke weed the question is is it a sin and I think the answer is yes it's a sin and it um it should be avoided, and parents need to have this in their back pocket so they can talk to their kids about it. Now, <clears throat> also parents, every study that's been done on weed um, and all the ones that claim any positive properties and stuff is on adults. Mm-hmm. It's been shown to have uh, deterious effects on children's brain development. It affects their brain development, and I've seen it. The people that I've seen start smoking weed when they're 15, 16, they literally stay 15 and 16 for like the next decade. Mm-hmm. They get stuck in that immaturity. Yep. So, and, and hey, could there be a few people that, that weed does help and it doesn't bother them and it doesn't change their brain? 
sure. But they're outliers. It's not, it's not the norm. The norm is, is it affects your brain, it affects your brain structure, it affects you, you being sober-minded, and it is a sin against God. And it's not, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. <clears throat> so I'm with, and I think you mentioned this a little bit in the beginning, um, and even that passage in Galatians 5 makes me think this too, because it's like, you, you don't just have one of those things, It's typically. Like, it's not like you just struggle with sorcery or whatever, uh, pharma, whatever you said. Yeah, pharma um, uh, Like, mm. they come in bunches. That's right. Mm. That's right. We said it last week. I think I, I stole that line from uh, uh, Doug Wilson. That sin, sin are like grapes. They come in bunches. They come in bundles, you know? And <clears throat> that's right. And so when you start smoking weed, what happens? Well, a lot of times you start getting drunk too. What else? You start being sexually immoral, right? You start throwing parties in that. Guess what? You start being lazy, start being gluttonous, start being selfish. It's, it's literally a work of the flesh, mm-hmm. right? It, it, that's what happens. And so um, they come in bunches. And so we should avoid. So in a sense, it is a gateway drug. It's a drug that enters you into all kinds of um, sin. And here's one of the most damaging things: is it what I've seen? Is it sears people's consciences? Mm-hmm. So they become okay with it. They become evangelists, even for weed. Mm-hmm. They're they're more passionate about weed than they are about Jesus. And I mean, I think it's, I think that's, you know, they don't care that they're lazy. They don't care that they're not adding to society. They don't care that they're not a good human. They don't care that they're hurting their parents. They don't care that they're breaking relationships. They don't care that, that they're a wicked person now. They've become, a, a, they've become the scourge of society, you know, in a sense. They're, they've become the people that are dragging others down, and they're not a positive, helpful, pro- productive member of society. Um. Too many, they just live to smoke weed. Now, it's not everybody. I know some people, you know, maybe they have, they set boundaries and maybe it's some, I don't even know, I'm half a joint a day or whatever, or this amount a day. And you know what? There may be, now here, I, I will grant this. There may be a way to take um, marijuana in, in like edible form, like gummies or something like that, where you have, a half of a gummy or something, you know, like you have, you have such a low dose that it doesn't affect your brain. Right. There, there may, maybe, maybe that's like the sleeping thing. Like it just, just enough to help you get to sleep and that's it. Yeah. There may be, I, I will grant that. But most of the people that I talk to, that's not the goal. The goal is, is to get blitzed. Yeah the goal is to to forget about my problems that's one of the guys that i was talking to recently said when i'm high i don't think about any of my problems and i'm like and that's the problem because problems don't go away when you don't think about them Hmm. problems go away when you actually think about them and you do something positive to fix them to improve them so uh what else anything else guys any other thoughts that that i haven't addressed that we should talk about yeah i think one of the most common um defenses of it for Christians that I've heard is, well, it's a plant, God created it, so it must be good for me. It's organic. Yeah. Well, 
there's a lot of things that God made that are not good for you, <laughs> right? There's a lot of plants that you can eat and kill you immediately. Uh, and so anytime you're thinking about that, we also have to think we live in a cursed yeah. world, right? And mm-hmm. so, and hey, I'm not saying that there's not, there couldn't be good uses. I, like I already said, there, yeah. oh, here's another one. You have cancer. <coughs> you have cancer, right? You have some untreatable form of cancer and you they use weed for pain management. That is affecting your brain, but that I would say that's a legitimate use, right? We're, we're managing your pain towards the end of your life, yeah. right? And so just like we give, when, when you, um, when I get sedated, when I got sedated to have knee surgery, well, in one sense, that's, I'm not sober-minded. Right. I am out of my mind. You go get, you know, get the stuff of the dental, you know, you get knocked out and you come out and you're a crazy person, right? You're not sober-minded. Well, is that a sin? No, that's not a sin because that's a legitimate use. That's a legitimate reason to be sober-minded. If I was sober-minded, I would be in excruciating pain and screaming my head off and fighting the doctor with the scalpel, (laughs) right? So I, it's, that's a legitimate use to not, in that moment, to not be sober-minded. But again, there's still a danger with it because we can get addicted to those pain pills, right? And that would, again, pharmacia, it's dangerous. It should be avoided. We should be really careful when we're using pill, pain pills and such. Um, all right, anything else? Maybe this is a little too out in the weeds a little bit. Um, but as far as, like, so if, if as far as p- politics go, when abortion comes up, Christians should vote against abortion. Yep. When legalizing marijuana comes up, is there a Christian way to vote? Oh, man, this is so funny. Doug Wilson said something one time. He wrote in his book. Um, he said, no, totally fine. We should legalize weed. He goes, you should be able to get weed. We, you should be able to get weed in the, in the, uh, in the grocery store mm-hmm. and just file it in the idiot aisle. <laughs> I just loved it. I was like, yes, that's hilarious. Like, you know, yeah, we make things illegal sometimes just to keep idiots from using them, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of the main reasons we do. And we might make it legal because we want the idiots to pay our taxes. And that's basically what it is. The reason it's getting legalized is because the government wants more of your money. And so they're going to tax the crap out of marijuana and that's fine, because to me, that's an idiot tax. That's the same tax that they're, that they're, that they're doing up at the casinos, basically. Sure. You know, it's, that's the tax on poor people. Poor people who don't, who don't know that they're going to go lose all their money up there. You know? And so that's an idiot tax. It's an ignorant tax. I think taxing weeds is the same thing. I love that. Make it legal, put it in, put it in the grocery store, and fi- file it in the idiot aisle. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know... Some of you, I get, that really bothers, but... you get some emails now. I might. That's all right. I love you. I say it because I love you. I don't want you to freaking waste your life. And, uh, man, I've seen weed take, far t- take way too many people that I love and that I care about and just destroy their life and convince them that, that weed is the only thing worth living for. So, any other questions, guys, that, that you think that people might be asking, might be thinking about when it comes to 
Should Christians smoke weed or use weed? This podcast is a couple weeks too late, to, or no, seven week, seven days too late because 420 was 420. last oh, yeah. week. I was thinking about that. <laughs> Should have came out last week. A little later by the time it goes out. Yeah. Okay. Well, there it is. That's your um, biblical response to should we smoke weed? No. The answer is no, because we're not being sober-minded. The answer is no, because it's practicing sorcery, pharmakia, um, and it's handing over our will, our self-control, our ability to govern ourselves. It's handing that over uh, to something else. Mm. And so most of the time, Christians should not use it. And if you've got a very specific instance that you're wondering, hey, I use weed to manage this, uh, and I, whatever, email me, let's talk about it. I'd like to hear, um, I'd like to hear from you, you know, and did we miss something? Do you think, do you think we're off? So uh, we love you guys. We just want to be helpful. Hopefully we have been. Um, God bless you. We will talk to you soon.